Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, things are about to get spicy as we talk to Sam from Hop Sauce. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. Right, so welcome Sam. Um, do you want to introduce a little bit about who you are, who your business is? Thank you for joining us. We're, I'm super excited. Like I'm, I know I'm definitely super excited. So I know Jo's not a um, massive hot sauce person, but I'm sure she's happy as well. So tell us a bit about yourself and your business. Thank you, Tori. And Joe. by the end of this, um, I'm hoping to convert it. Then we're going to convert you. Um, I've got questions. Sure. We're going to convert her. <laughs> I think, I think one of the key things just to say up front, um, that, you know, the reason why I love hot sauce so much is, there's so much diversity in the type of flavor that you can get from it. Um, and one of the key things about hot sauce is it's all meant to be about the flavor, not about the heat. You know, the heat is a byproduct and some of the flavors are hotter than others, but we really do try to make sure that what we make tastes good. Um, in the same way we all love craft beer, the idea is here we're all meant to love the taste of, of what it is that we're eating and not kind of have to wolf it down because it's insanely hot. But yeah, so I'm, I'm Sam or Sammy. Um, I am the founder and managing director of Hop Source. Um, a, li- a little bit of sort of, you know, personal background on me. Uh, I live in North London, Kilburn. Um, unfortunately, not so much craft beer around here. I end up heading over to sort of Hackney, Dalston um, on the overground to get my my verdant experiment uh, fix and and uh, sometimes go south as well to places like Bridewater and Brew by Numbers as well. Shout out to those guys. Um, but yeah, I have a, I have a son and a wife, um, and yeah, I've been making hot sauce for several years, uh, and just recently decided to turn pro, so to speak. Um, I had a few recipes that I, I really liked and, uh, thought I could take mainstream. So, uh, that's what I did. My first question really is like, why beer and hot sauce? Like what made you want to put beer in hot sauce? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. Um, I think I was drunk at the time when I came up with the idea. <laughs> Where be all honest. the best ideas come from. Um, that is, we just did our coffee and beer episode and we found that actually all yeah. the best ideas come from when you drink. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I, I was living in New York. Um, I was very lucky to be about five or six blocks away from other half. Um, and oh, wow. so I was very spoiled for um, hazy New England style IPAs at the time. And that was all the craze. And I remember, you know, huge lines of people outside of the brewery around the block waiting to get cans and I would just rock up with a growler at 12 o'clock when they opened where there was no line and just take it home and drink it fresh um and I, I got super into hot sauce when I lived in the states as well I've always liked spicy food my dad is from North Africa so I have that sort of in my blood I guess in terms of eating spicy but uh when I went to America I started trying Mexican food for the first time obviously over here I'd had like chipotle and tortilla and stuff but there like it was authentic stuff from from local Mexican bodegas and they'd have some crazy hot sauce, like just sitting in some weird plastic tub uh, on the counter. Um, and after a few pints at other half, you know, heading back over to my place, I'd stop and get a burrito and just slather it in these local homemade sauces. Um, and I'd ask those questions. Usually, you know, there'd be a, a, a chef there or, you know, sometimes it'd be like the grandmother of the, the family that owned the shop that selling the burritos would make their own recipe. And I would just ask, you know, questions about, you know, the types of things that went into it and just got super interested in the diversity of chili and flavor and stuff. Um, and I kind of figured like, just one day I was like, the, the same way that like 
beer is super floral in some cases, has incredible diversity of flavor and hops in particular are this vegetal, you know, sort of fruity, sometimes um, plant, herb, medicinal type thing that you can put into a beer that makes it not only preserves it, you've heard all the things on the brewery tours, but also makes it taste really good as well. Gives it that bitterness in some cases or kind of floralness in others. I just thought combining that with chilies would be a really good idea. Um, and so I did, I tried to make my first one with T90 pellets that I ground into the sauce. It tasted disgusting <laughs> because if, if you've ever been on a brewery tour, you know that they say, you know, don't eat those, those pellets whole. Um, and I ended up putting way too much in. Um, so I, I kind of dialed it back and I started experimenting with different ways of, of you know, steeping the hops, like a tea bag um, type method, exactly using those. Um, I used whole cone hops, which kind of didn't work either because it would leave like a graininess in the, in the sauce. Um, and then I found hop oils, um, which is something which is, is a relatively new product to the market. It's only existed for like sort of the last five to 10 years. They've been able to extract, extract the essential oils essentially from the hop. So you get tons of flavor, tons of aroma from it without sort of the particles and the bitterness. Um, and so what I do is I make all the sauces from scratch and essentially add in usually oil right at the end. There's sometimes other methods, which we can talk about later, but, um, but that's really kind of where it came from. So I, I found um, three recipes I was really happy with that became the core range. And these were all kind of created in New York. The first was a Chipotle chocolate stout with East Kent Golding Sops. Um, the second was a mango jalapeno IPA, which had Citra and Nelson Soven. So again, very on brand, very on message for right now, like everyone loves Citra. Um, and then uh, Tropical Habanero Lager, which had um, uh, Halatai Blanc in it. Um, so that was kind of the original three. Um, and I didn't start selling them at first, but I had names for them. And I used to take them into other half. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been there. but no, I've not, you, you, but I know, I'm familiar okay. with like sort of so, where it is and stuff. Yeah. So, so they don't actually do food. Um, okay. so, they, so they allow you to order in. And there used to be a, a place called Moto Pizza really close by that was like really nice Neapolitan, like sort of, um, I, I don't know the name of the, the, the type of bread, but basically it would be like a, a lovely, like thin crust pizza. And I basically used to order that with my friends there and we would share one. And I used to bring my hot sauces in these really like janky bottles and just be like <laughs> spreading it over the, you know, you know, the pizza. And they'd be like, oh, this is amazing. Like what brand is this? I'd be like, it's not, I made it. And they'd be <laughs> yeah. like, you know, piss off. <laughs> um you know that you didn't you didn't make it um and and yeah and, and then they started asking you know I'm, i've got a cookout or a barbecue in english um english english <laughs> this weekend you know can you can you like do me a bottle of it and, and the chipotle chocolate one especially people loved on red meat steaks mm. burgers hot dogs stuff like that it was it's got that smokiness that chocolatiness um you know with a, just a hint of sort of sweetness to it as well um, and yeah, that was like, I started giving it away to folks um, and just was sort of like, and then I just realized, why am I like making bottle after bottle of sauce and just giving it away? I was, so when I moved back to the UK, um, I, I kind of felt the hot sauce scene here wasn't like as mature as it is in the States. Like it doesn't have as many, there aren't as many options, although that's changed a lot in the last few years since I've been home. Um, and so I thought to myself, fuck it, I'll, I'll do it. I'll try and give it a crack. Um, and we've sold 18,000 bottles to date, wow. so it's going really well. How, how so, long sorry, were you was, in New York really for? No, 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 that, that was really like, that was amazing. But... Yeah. How long were you in New York for? And actually, what I'm just like, I know this has nothing to do with the hospital, <laughs> but like, what brought you to New York and how long were you actually there for? Because now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, so it's a great question. Um, so I, I used to work in finance, um, as, as you know, some people in beer kind of saw the light and, and left their, their day jobs to kind of pursue their passion. 
I very much was kind of the same the same way. Um, I, I was just kind of very lucky to have a, a great job that allowed me to transfer, but also it's not that fulfilling in terms of creativity. Like you make decent money and you know you, you're doing stuff that's intellectually stimulating, but you're not having that creative outlet. So I got transferred over with my company to New York. Um, I was working with a lot of um, media companies at the time and obviously New York and, and LA specifically are big on that front. And so I had the opportunity to go and live there. It just so happened that my, my girlfriend at the time was half American, so she could move very easily. And so we were like, you know, let's go live there for a few years. And it ended up being, I think, almost five years that we were there. And I actually only came back because my visa ran out. I would have stayed there if I could have. Oh, wow. um, we weren't married at the time. So now, now I have the option to move back because I've married her. Um, and now I now I qualify for US, you know, green it's card still, status. So, it's still such so it's still a pain though. Yeah. yeah, it's still <laughs> such a pain though, like even going through that. Not that this has not that our podcast has anything to do with visa stuff, but I know being American, be, being the American half of, of yeah. my relationship, but it was like we were looking like, oh, what do we do? Yeah. It's, it's it takes a long time and it's very expensive. But, yeah, I mean, I know it's expensive coming over here, but it's like a shortened path, yeah. whereas like going to the US. Yeah so 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 expensive and it's a much longer process of that and it's yeah. like yeah it's um I can understand why you would be like oh yeah maybe not just yet but yeah, yeah. I mean I think would do, do you think you'd see yourself going back over there yeah look I mean look I love the states I go over there every year we we um, just took our son over he's he turned one last week um, and in the summer, we got to take him back to see the family. So all of my wife's extended family is there. And obviously, I had lots of friends there because I was there for five years. So it's amazing to sort of take him back and show him off to everyone. Um, I love it there. I absolutely love it there. So, you know, in my absolute ideal world, it would be 50-50. Yeah, I love I London. I have, my family is here. But I'd love to, like, I hate the winter here. It's so <laughs> horrible. And I know New York has more extreme winter, but it doesn't yeah, just rain all the time. Like it's loads gray. of snow. So, it's like, so funny though because I'm the opposite I love I prefer my summers my summers into fall back in the US because uh, I'm from like Massachusetts I'm New England yeah, so like yeah. for us it's like big on apple picking season and yeah. foliage and like all the full flavors of pumpkin everything and like I yeah. love that and I love the summers because there's more of like a the beach is closer people have swimming pools like all that and I love I hate snow and I hate like when like <laughs> Boston winters are f- fucking horrible. I, I like I like it here winter, because I'm like I-, I talked to my mum today and she was going yeah we've got like 12 inches of snow and I was like nope <laughs> I'm all set like I am good like happy happy here <laughs> so I'm the Tori, exact Tori, opposite you've, of you <laughs> you've, you've lost your accent by the way uh, oh, yeah. oh, going on your American accent. Yeah. trust me everyone's like hey, oh he's an accent sponge what, you're f- I, I say all the time like oh I have to I play the foreign card and then I have to explain to people no like <laughs> I am genuinely actually foreign like I'm not being horrible like genuinely I am and they're like West Country's not foreign and I was like yeah. I'm genuinely not from <laughs> West Country I'm genuinely from Boston but um but yeah no totally, I, I think when totally we first like... met when we first met I think I asked you that because I'm from the West Country originally, yeah and you have a twang and I was like oh is that you know where are you from yeah and I, and I was like no no this is just you know if you combine an American with someone from the southeast or whatever you you create a uh, a west country accent which is you know, <laughs> apparently so, so from all yeah. over the place people have, have said like oh do you do you live like have you ever lived there and I'm like no not even no not at all I've gone to Bristol a bunch of times but I've never lived there never gone for extended periods of time at all but yeah no I I 
totally like relate to that like ideal 50 50 would be like amazing just just to I, get the different experience as well i know i'm taking us off topic but this this thing <laughs> this is that, what we that, do here <laughs> this this shape that is the thing that we live on this planet what what do you call it like if you were to, like calling it what like world yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, the world. So, 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 so I say world, and my wife is who's from North London is always taking the piss out of me because I say world, and she says okay. world. Well, yeah, world. world, world. Oh, so yeah, I'd say yeah. world. Yeah. But that's world. like the thing is like, how would you how would you say the uh, uh, fruit that monkeys eat? Because I can't describe it any other way. Banana. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say banana, banana as well. <laughs> <laughs> I say banana as well because then I feel like it sounds really weird like and it, it sounds really weird to say like banana to me but like yeah. I will say it depending on who I'm around because if I don't want someone to take the piss out of me I'll say oh <laughs> banana or like uh tomato I say tomato and you miss the teas out of peanut butter you say peanut butter I do say peanut butter everyone's definitely gonna love it speaking of that i haven't opened this one yet but the chipotle uh, the chocolate chipotle chocolate so, so that's the og that's the og okay um, it's the original recipe i ever made that tasted half decent and obviously it's gone through a few iterations since then to get it you know legit but yeah that, that was the one that was sort of the start of hot i guess if there was a, a first sauce mm. I'm excited for this now. Like I've been slowly, I think I told you on a message before, like we, what started off is we had one thing from you. I bought, I bought, I bought the set from Mirakai, um, from Mirakai. They had the beer and they had the, and the hot sauce. And I was like, that sounds amazing. I love hot sauce. My husband loves hot sauce. And um, we got to a point that we, that froze one. The, I was literally like, I don't want to use the rest of this bottle. It is too good. <laughs> We went through it too quickly. I was like, I cannot keep eating this because it's going to be gone and then I'm going to be really sad because I won't have any left. Um, so we've been slowly working our way like through the bottles, but I'm still like, we get to the bottom of one and I'm like, all right, we just need thoughts and prayers for the fact that this is the end of the bottle. Super <laughs> sad because it's so can I, just give a, can I just give a shout out as well? Emma and Ollie, like, so they, are, they, are the, they are the Dave Grohl of craft beer. Like, <laughs> yeah, they are the nicest people. They're so ever. lovely. Just, absolutely um, lovely people we were just there the other week and yeah. I mentioned the fact that I was like loving the hot sauce and everything I was like oh so good and they just were talking about how like lovely you were as well and so yeah like just so great to be surrounded by such good people isn't it it's it's really like a blessing to have such really nice people surrounding us but um but yeah speaking of that that leads me really nicely into the next question which you're like who are some of the breweries that you've worked with so obviously we just said Mirakai but like who are the other breweries that you've collaborated with another great question I think um I guess when I came into this I was kind of desperate to work with anyone so I wanted to build the brand and I love craft beer so literally if anyone had said to me oh we'd be up for making hot sauce I would have said yes but the first challenge I had when we had 100 followers or whatever and and no one knew who we were was just getting people to even respond to me so I would reach out to like tons of breweries being like hey I make craft beer hot sauces you know would you guys be interested in they leave you on red or they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't even see yeah. your message because, because you, no one knows who you are. Right. I just moved back to the UK. So I wasn't connected into the scene here. Um, there was a guy called uh, Finn Lindsay, who's at the beer experience. I have to give him a shout out. He kind of introduced me to a lot of the community here and kind of got me up to speed with like who was really legit and good now. Cause when I left in 2015 to go to the States, it was partisan, Colonel, um, Clydewater just started. 
but they didn't really make IPAs like they made, you know, saisons and stuff like that back then. Um, so I, I had to get like ingratiated into the scene again, meet people and stuff like that. So in terms of the breweries um, I worked with, it was kind of, you know, at the very beginning, it was kind of whoever would say yes. And I, I don't want to make that sound bad, but it was like, you know, there were a few breweries where, you know, I, I was just desperate, desperate, desperate to work with them. And I guess I didn't want to just, you know, sacrifice the quality of my brand by working with just anyone. I had to like their beer. But what right. I mean is, is if, if someone who I liked and respected said, yes, I'd be like all on it. So um, the first uh, brewery that we did a collaboration with, um, I think was Brew by Numbers. Um, and that, that was the first one that we did, um, which was a double IPA sauce with peach and passion fruit, which I don't think you have there. Um, and, you know, I just, again, they were just incredible to work with, like really, really great and sort of super kind of just let me kind of run with the process. They were like, we love hot sauce. We've tried your stuff as in the first three flavors that I talked to you through earlier. And, you know, we'll just love to see what you can do. Um, but Brew by Numbers were amazing. Uh, we've worked with a couple of other breweries as well. Cloudwater, obviously, most recently, um, which I'm super You're proud of. watching the video. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I mean, for me... That was that was our almost two year anniversary when we did that sauce and that blew my mind. Like they are gods of craft beer to me. <laughs> um, like they are absolutely incredible. Like they don't really make bad beers in any style. Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you judge an actor or a director or someone like that, it's like they don't make a bad movie. Clydewater don't make bad beers, in my opinion. It, it just doesn't. It, it's either because their brewers are so good or if they I guess if they make a bad beer, they have the courage to pour it away which I really respect. I respect that away, a lot, yeah. I, I've thrown away hot sauce batches before and it's so painful. I make everything myself by hand. You spend hours on it. You know, your eyes are literally watering um, if you're not wearing goggles or whatever or you you accidentally take them off at the wrong point in time oh, and, and have to pour something away because it's it's too hot or it's too hoppy or whatever. It's just so painful and it costs a lot of money, but I respect that massively. Um, and again, I, you know, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know if that is what happens to them regularly or has happened to them before. But I love, you know, I love the fact that everything they put out seems to taste good and I order from them a lot. So I guess that's, that's you know, a couple. But uh, again, honourable mentions, you know, Howling Hops, incredible brewery in East London that I love. Um, we worked with them. Uh, we worked with Amundsen, which to me kind of blew my mind. Like they're yeah, the like, pastry, you know, kings. They're like the dessert beer kings. Um, that was again, your blueberry think, one, wasn't it? I yeah. had that. We made chicken and waffles, which is very American, like you probably, but you don't get that often over here. You do have to go into like London to get really good chicken and waffles. Yeah. And um, because I got the blueberry and I was like, what can we have this with? That'll be really good. And I was like, chicken and waffles. And we had that as like a dipping sauce on the side to our chicken and waffles that we did like buttermilk chicken and everything. And it was like when you had maple syrup and then you dumped that like blueberry hot sauce on it, it was just like, such a perfect combination with the buttermilk chicken chicken and the buttermilk waffles like cannot recommend that enough yeah. for people to try if you have it chicken and waffles with that is just yeah. incredible I, I just by the way that sauce has maple syrup in it as well so you, you double maple which i love <laughs> sorry that's that's what i'm looking for um <laughs> double maple sounds like a new england ipa um <laughs> double maple but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, so those guys, I mean, Jeff actually reached out to me, who's the owner of Amundsen. And again, lovely, lovely bloke, really nice guy. I love their brand. I love their like artwork. And I've had their beers for years. Like I, I've loved their dessert beers for years. 
So when he reached out to me and said, I love hot sauce, like I just heard about you guys, like, do you want to do something together? I was blown away. Like it was absolutely insane. Um, so yeah, we made a um, maple syrup and blueberry imperial stout sauce for it's Christmas. Gorgeous. And it's, it's called Naughty or Nice. <laughs> Um, little Easter egg for you, by the way, for anyone who's watching who has that bottle, including you, Tori, if you still have one. It's in my fridge. Um, I didn't take you, it out of the fridge. <laughs> if, 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 if you get a, like a magnifying glass with your camera on your phone out and zoom in on the, there's, there's two lists on the bottle for those that you don't know. Again, if people are listening to this and not watching on, on the bottle, there's essentially a picture of Santa Claus. Um, and it's the same Santa Claus that's on the Amundsen Christmas beers but it's a, it's a different portion of his face. I had the same artist draw something that was separate, but if you hold the can and the bottle together, it makes one image. Oh, but wow. basically, if, if, oh, wow. if, you, if you look at that, there's the, it's basically the top part of his face without his beard. Um, and, and in each of his ears are like kind of, because the source is called naughty and nice, it's meant to be that whole thing of having like a devil on one shoulder and an angel on the other. So he's got red chilies climbing up one side of his face with a naughty list. And then he's got blueberries um, and one of them's holding like a maple syrup jug climbing up the, the, the other side. And it's nice list. So it's, and if you zoom in on both of them, on the naughty list is me, Jeff, the artist who, who drew the image. Um, and I think I can't remember if we put anyone else on there, but, but that is, it's us three and I think one or two other people. Um, and then on the nice side is one name and it's my son's name. And I gave oh. the bottle to my wife. Uh, when, when, when my son was born and told her to look at like the, the, the corner so for me it's a nice little easter egg that I put on the thing um you know that's just amazing. to kind of show her that's so that's nice sweet story. not many people know that so I'm gonna go well look, breaking that. news now you know it I'm gonna go after this I'm gonna go like in the back of my fridge yeah. and then I'm gonna go to my husband like, look yeah. what I've just learned and he's gonna be like I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so cool. That is incredibly cool. Do you ever feel like, just going off what you said about how you like Amundsen messaged you and you were just like, oh my God, I've been drinking the beer for years. Do you ever feel that, Joe and I talk all the time about imposter syndrome. Do you ever feel that like imposter syndrome of like someone that you've idolised in terms of like the beer world has reached out to you to do a collab? And are you ever like, I'd have to pinch myself because like, oh my God, you know, Amundsen wants to do a collab. Like, because I know when we've had people that we've spoken to that have said like, oh, like I'll come on your podcast we're like really like (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) and it's just it's a really cool feeling like how does that feel when people message you do you feel imposter syndrome or you feel like yep gonna just go tackle this today yeah it's I mean to be honest yes in the early days for sure um I think it becomes normal the more it happens I think also you just have to be confident in what you're doing and like think that the reason they're reaching out to you is because you're doing something that you should be proud of and the same for you guys like you need to look at what you're producing in terms of the quality of your content. And that's why people want to be involved in, in your show and want to kind of take part. So I guess it's, it, yes, yes. And I guess is my answer to that yeah. question. I think, I think it's, it's, it's weird at first, but it becomes normal. Um, and I think that for me, I always try and remember these people are human. I think in craft beer, it's easier. And I don't know if you guys feel the same because you often end up meeting these people and they're drunk and kind of, if you're if you're with someone when they're drunk, like myself included, Tori, when you met me at um You were not at, drunk at, when at I met festival. you, did I? I probably, were you drunk? I probably was. I, I don't honestly I did it but didn't it's, come it's across like when you when you meet someone who who is your idol and they've had a few beers, it's much easier, I think, to kind of be able to chat to them. Uh, you know, Paul from Pride Wars is a great example. Just, you know, he's had a couple of beers, he's a normal guy like everyone else. He isn't a god, you know. Um, and and we build up 
I think we build up too many people in craft beer and too many yeah. brands. It's like God, like, and I, I, I'm saying that having literally just said craft beers are insane, <laughs> yeah. um, but like, you know, you know, breweries are companies, right? At the end of the day, um, they're made up by the people that work there, of course. Like I said, Merakai is another great example. Incredible people. I don't think the brand would be the same without them. I don't think the beer not. would be the same without Ollie Brewing, and and then you know the brand and everything and, and all the business stuff that I know Emma does. You know, it's key to their success. But like everyone is human at the end of the day, people make mistakes, um, you know, and that, that kind of for me is, is something important to remember in all of this is we're all flawed, we're all human. It's I'm so funny deep, that you I'm getting pretty deep now that it's no, it's yeah. it's so funny that you say like when you see people <laughs> you, getting the triple IPA, it's kicking Qu- in quadruple, quadruple IPA is definitely kicking <laughs> in. It's just really funny that you're like, yeah, then you see these people drunk at festivals because there's been like so many times that's like if you've not met a particular like if you've not met people from a particular brewery or anything like that. And then you go to like a beer festival and when it gets to the end of the night and everybody's drinking. Exactly. Everyone's smashed. And and then you go out afterwards. Everyone's absolutely lovely. Yeah, like everyone's that's, that's the most insane so thing. lovely like so nice and everything but it's just so funny you say that because I think you're right there is this element and I think Joe we've had this conversation before as well yeah. there's this like level of I don't know because there's like people local to me like I've talked to people that work at breweries local to me and stuff like that and there is this level of like before you've met them people put them on pedestal like they get put on a pedestal and then you meet yeah. them and you're like like you said like oh yeah, they're a like real me. person and like yeah. I've hung out with them and that's like um it's just a really initially it might be really surreal but then like you're kind of like okay like you said you're a real person and and then yeah you see them drunk at a beer festival and um you're like oh you're just human but I think there is like if you're a person that is the standard drinker that doesn't go to these tap rooms and doesn't meet these people in person like you might think of them as being more than just just a normal person um so it is yeah it's funny that you say that (laughs) I I also think it can be challenging sometimes when you're not from the same I guess background or like kind of strata as these people like there you know and again without mentioning any names like there are certain tap rooms you go to and the bar staff or the brewery staff that work there are dicks like if you don't know if you don't know what strata hops are then you might as well get the fuck out it's that kind of sort of thing and I, again, all the guys that I've worked with, all the breweries I've worked with are humble, honest, decent, like nice people. And, and that's kind of like my criteria for working with them. Beyond me liking their beer, they have to not be dicks. <laughs> I was going to um, say there's dicks. And, and that's I, a good <laughs> criteria to I, have. I, I, it's, it's, Wheaton, I, it's Wheaton's like rule, isn't it? Number yeah, one, don't yeah, be dick. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just think that like sometimes, you know, what makes these people come off as more haughty than they are is that the craft beer community can sometimes, and I think for the most part, 95% of the time, it's super friendly, inclusive. You know, people want to like make friends with other people and be like a, a social connector. But there are some places you go where, you know, if you don't know your stuff, it's like you're not really welcome. And I don't like those types of places because I want to welcome as many people into the community and grow it as possible. Absolutely. So whether or not, you know, even if you're drinking something like Brewdog, I know that's not a great brand to mention right now, and I'm not defending them personally. <laughs> no. But 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 like, if you're drinking Brewdog or Siren or maybe one of the sort of more macro craft breweries, for me, your opinion is as legitimate as someone who gets Cantillon every weekend shipped over by a cold chain airmail or whatever. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like everyone should be able to have a voice and an opinion. And like, that's what makes the community 
as good as it is. Yes, that thing is like it doesn't matter if your budget is I can afford to spend, you know, three pound on a can or I can afford mm-hmm. to spend, you know, 10, 15 quid on a bottle. Like your opinion, if you're passionate about it and you care about it, regardless of that, yeah. like your opinion should be just as yeah. valid. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Like if you care and you're a decent person, like should it exactly. matter? We can all taste beer. Like, it's not like it's something that you've got to learn or you need a qualification for. If you drink it, you can taste it and you can say whether you like it or not. I actually, I actually love that though. We can all taste beer. Like, that's, (laughs) it's so true. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's not like you're competing in an elite athletic competition where you have to be in the top 1% of the population to make the Olympics. It's like literally we can all put beer in our mouths. Yeah. We all have a valid opinion about how it tastes. So, you know, yeah. I, I love Joe's, that. That's I love Joe's that. beer school model. Yeah. That's like, I, I, yeah. I, 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 it's I'm like, if you, get, it's, it's one of the hills I'm going to die on. I was going to say, it's <laughs> like, it's Joe's beer school model. It's like that. And, and if you taste it, it you is taste there. It, it's there. <laughs> like, if you say, if you can taste mango in it, there's mango in there's it. There's mango in it. Like, even like, if, no, like, if nobody else up. you speak to says that I can taste mango, that doesn't mean that because you're tasting that, it's not there. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I've got some more questions before I do that. I'm just going to crack open my next beer. Hang on. <laughs> while, while you're doing that, can I ask you guys about your shirts? I, I'm loving yeah. the. Is it, oh, she's got a wild. She's got the nice wild yeah, card. This is why this is wild card brewery. I'm they so jealous. Of, uh, I love cool. dinosaurs. With this, like, they do a set of dinosaur <laughs> beers, and this is this is they did a t-shirt of the Triceratops, and it was a Amazing. the beer that went with it was a I think it was current and sorrel sour it was i had delicious. it it was really nice was so i had good. it but i'm jealous i don't have a shirt mine's werewolf no, beer yeah very cool repping rep cool. camden we've got, we've got way too beer. many beer shirts it's not a problem shout out to you rich <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um that was my crowd funder shirt from werewolf beer so um, oh boxcar boxcar oh yeah boxcar i like this that Beth, jumper bethnal green yeah mm. i'm super in i've got my siren um hoodie on but i'll take Very it cool. off because it's a cool. bit warm so that, that might be a spoiler tory but we, we're going to be doing a collab with them i think in the next couple of don't tell anyone we'll cut no. that one out we'll we can cut, cut it out we can no, no, cut no, no, it no, no, out no, no. that's fine that's fine i'm, <laughs> um, I'm joking I'm sure that say that. Yeah. oh i love it breaking news i love when we get breaking news mm. um every i'm happy like because that's t- obviously I know that there's all the jokes about like, oh, I'm like obsessed with like literally they're my local, them and elusive are like my two closest locals. So like, I love to just like rep them when I can and because it's close by and it's easy for me to just pop down there. So a hot sauce that's in collab with Siren, like super about that. So (laughs) (laughs) happy days. I'm I'm excited to see what it is that you guys um, turn out because some of these are like so, oh they're just all amazing i'm super happy about it but um how do you actually connect with the breweries like is it just a case of do you reach out to do, do you continue to reach out to them now or do they reach out to you is it a mixture of both do other people put you in connection do you have people that are like oh guys i'd really like it if you worked with this brewery like how does how does that work um so it's a combination of many methods um some are more formal emails or you know instagram messages between either me reaching out or people reaching out to us um some are chance meetings um at you know events where alcohol is involved um <laughs> no one's ever drunk because we already covered that no one ever it, drinks exactly these exactly <laughs> it's all professional all above board um but yeah you meet some incredible people at these festivals and you know most of us are you know pissed half of the time and it's a great way to just connect with people and like I said develop new relationships so 
yeah so some of it comes through that i love uh, again shout out to the we are beer folks who do the the various festivals around the uk every year we're going to be at bigfoot this year for the first time which is the camping festival they do yeah, yeah. so that's going to be really fun so what is like the process for making your hot sauce like how do you pick which beers you want to use and then how do you draw up the recipes and like what type of kit do you use for that kind of thing <laughs> um so i try and firstly let's start with like the recipe styles every one of my sources is a style of beer that's it. they don't all have beer in them most of them are just hops but i will try and make the flavors as similar to a beer as possible so the chocolate chipotle stout doesn't have a stout beer in it but it's designed to taste like a stout so robust you know malty you know maybe a little bit smoky etc etc so i try and make you know the the, the mango jalapeno ipa super citrusy What's super that? refreshing like you know it's meant to <laughs> video be, yeah, people it's, i've got that as yeah, well <laughs> It's, it's actually quite funny. I don't have these in my house and I make them. Like, like if it helps, it's got, if it helps, if it helps I'm super, I'm super like gutter where you're like, oh, there was like the brew by numbers and it has peach in it. And I was like, I like peach. And then you're like, do you have that? And I was like, no. no. <laughs> but I've got all the rest Add of them. Add it to a collection. Uh, Do more peach. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's none of them left in existence anymore. As, oh. as, as, is, as is Marikai, by the way. Tori... Tori, I think, has the last like three bottles or four bottles. Yeah, I, I do. Remember. That's like two, I've got two this. bottles yeah. now, I think. So, you have to make their last. Yeah, exactly. Forever. Yeah. Um, She's going to cry when that finishes. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, we're never using this. <laughs> but I guess, I guess the, the three original flavors are stout, uh, IPA, and lager. Mm-hmm. And I know lager is not a style, it's ale and lager are two different categories of beer. But like, we'll I wanted answer. to have three core flavors that like cater to everyone right if yeah. you like stouts you can have it if you like an ipa which everyone does and if you like lager if you're more of a you know you know a carling drinker then you can have the lager one while you're pissed um so i wanted to the appeal to be wide and then when i do collabs you know i personally love ipas like that that is my beer style i love it um unapologetically like a haze head like I, I i i absolutely adore like dippers like again because i live near other half you being from massachusetts tory you know treehouse trillium um trillium exactly like i i used to go to those places and they're the most incredible breweries like ever like i absolutely like adored those places when i went um so so a lot i would say i have a lot of pale ales and ipas as my collabs but i do try and like switch it up a little bit so i've got on uh, raspberry berliner vice which you've got there i see um i've got my strawberry um straw rapture sauce which is you know kind of like it's meant to be a gosa because obviously the, the the you know froze gosa that was kind of the thing that yeah. and i were messing around with um so i try and kind of mix it up i've done a lot of imperial stouts recently <laughs> um the, the crime water one the amundsen one um there's probably going to be another one that's coming out soon like I don't want to do too many, you know, big, bold, sweet, mainly, you know, and, and sort of very rich stout flavors. But I, I, I guess I just try and balance up the beer styles I'm doing. So, for example, I'd love to do a Hefeweizen. I'd love to do a, a Saison. You know, there are other bits and pieces that I haven't really Amazing. explored that I'd love to do. So that, that's the first thing. I try and make sure the recipe fits into the range of, of collabs and sauces I've done. Secondly, obviously, I look at the brewery I'm working with, and if they have an incredible beer in a certain category, like I, or a certain specific beer, in the case of the Howling Hops one, their Strata Pale Ale I absolutely love, which is why I made it into the Stratosphere. So I was like, I want to put your beer into this sauce. Like, I fucking love that beer. 
it's four percent or five percent it's very low abv compared to the the big dippers i'm used to drinking and i was just like blown away by the the strata character and again i know strata's you know one of those hops that that some people love and some people don't love so much um but but yeah so i guess beer style in terms of my range beer style in terms of their range and what they're good at and then in terms of how i actually make it it's i use only like uh whole fruits so i don't use purees in the same way that like you know some breweries will use like strawberry puree from a bag like you see those videos i don't use any of that shit in my sauces it's all pure fruit so the raspberry one you have there on the right hand side of, of, of the screen the far the far right yep yeah, that one I like went to Kent and picked like I don't know how many raspberries. Oh, Joe's from Kent. It was, it was yeah, it was so <laughs> it was so labor intensive, and it was just me. Yeah, I was like like sweating in the summer just picking raspberries, but it was worth it because the taste that you get in that is is legit. It's not like this is my second from, bottle. Know, yeah, a, a, we've a, already yeah, gone like, through. I, I really like yeah. it. I really like it. Um, but yeah, so all whole fruit, like it's fruit, fruit, you know, um, that's you know diced, etc., put into a tank. Um, again, in the old days, this was done in my living, you know, my kitchen, living room. Uh, my wife, by the way, doesn't like spicy food or chilies. So it was very, very funny when I started making these <laughs> in small batches in our living room that she had to like leave and go to the bedroom to watch oh, a movie or something oh, whilst no. I was making them. But now I have a space where I make them. You know, like I so said, I put goggles on, you know, depending on the chilies we're using. I've done scorpion chilies, I've done Carolina Reapers, etc. Um, but basically, I combine the chilies with the fruit, cook, cook them down, reduce them down into like a paste, you know, and then we add some form of juice, usually pineapple juice, grapefruit juice, whatever it might be. Again, you know, fresh, we try and use fresh juice where we can, um, rather than, you know, from concentrate. Um, and then essentially cook that, you know, boil it because you need to take all the germs out of it, etc, make it safe. And then we add the hops. So we either do, like I said, the sort of, the sort of, um, tea bag method so we'll put a bunch of t90 pellets in a sack and dunk it into the sauce and essentially leave it there for a certain amount of time again being careful not to cook the hops too much that it creates the sauce and makes it bitter um or we'll add in like a hop oil so like i said at the end of the the cook we'll add in oil um and then yeah let it cool bottle it and bob's your uncle you've got an insanely good hot sauce it's not that complicated like people who it's it's nowhere near as difficult as brewing so, so my, my, my kind of the part of the reason why I did a hot sauce company is because I was not good enough to be a brewer. I, I was going to say, like, Joe has been for my Christmas present. Yeah. Um, Joe got me like a make your own hot sauce kit because she knows how much I like hot sauce. Um, it's like a nice, it's, it's over there. You got it over there. It's it's a, the so it's a jar and it's like a skull shaped jar. See, hold on. And then there's the bits in it. And um, I, I also bought uh, the second of Mirakai's Froze beers because i was like maybe you could make your hot sauce with the froze <laughs> for oh, any, yeah for yeah. anyone for anyone like watching the video this is the uh you'll see the yeah kit make your Joe own hot sauce me. make your own hot sauce and it's a nice cool skull bottle and yeah. i love it can i can i just make a comment about that without just like without disparaging <laughs> your present joe <laughs> yes like what i what i don't like about hot sauce <laughs> is that it's very like male targeted yeah. Um, and it's very like, are you man enough? So the right, fact right. there's this caution on the top of the box, yeah. if, you t- t- if you turn the you're box. You're right, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, like, you're very there's right. A, there's a skull on it. It's basically, are you man enough? It will say, how hot will you go? Yeah. Right? That's so, silly so, fair. Yeah, so, I so, didn't so, even think about that. that. Like, just literally, I, know that I just Tori like skulls. skulls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she it's... likes skulls. She likes hot sauce. She likes, she'll make her own. Perfect. 
I, I guess it's but yeah. you're very right. Yeah, you're it's, very it's, right. It's something that I thought about when I started the company. And again, it goes back to what we said at the very start of the interview. Like, I wanted to make a company that it doesn't matter what background you're from. It doesn't matter, like, who you are. If you like really high quality food and you like craft beer, you should be able to enjoy my hot sauces. Because Amazing. You know, the whole point of the sauces is they go on really nice food, tacos, burgers, pasta ice cream um you know you know they they go on all sorts of things but also they're not meant to be and this is the problem with hot sauce that i have generally and again you know just as a broad category it's like are you man enough can you take it you know it's 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 like 1970s tropes like of (laughs) of like masculinity that i find really irritating so we do have some hot sauces i'll show you one now which i don't think you have um, which is our prior uh, uh, crush. I've got to buy that one, but I'm going to, the next time I see you, I'm going to so, buy that one. <laughs> so don't worry. So so this is Makita. She's a, a Czech artist who drew the scorpion. And we did this with Yakima Chief. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is with scorpion chilies, which I think is the third or fourth hottest chili in the world. It's it, And it's a spicy sauce, but not all of my sauces are meant to be like that. Some are on the hotter end. None of them will be the ones that like you buy your dad for a Christmas gift for a joke. And like it makes his ass bleed the next day. Like none of <laughs> none of them are that. They're all meant to be things that you can enjoy, enjoy them, yeah. pair well with food. And you, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I, I say this all the time. We we have a, a guy that helps me in sales, and I always say to him, you know, we want repeat customers. You don't want to kill our customers because right. if you do, they're not going to buy it again. No, right? Like we want people <laughs> we want to come back money. and buy over and over again. Exactly. And and like I said, I want you guys, you know, as as females to like buy into the brand and be like this is a thing i want to be a part of it's not about are you man enough can you take it you know da, 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 da. all these like yeah just sort of i don't know old school random things that i don't think really play a part or should play a part in today's society so i was really like i'm a, i'm hard and fast on that rule if people ask me to do stupid shit and add in you know x chilies and reaper chilies and make it 80 percent chili just for the off. sake just for the sake of it like yeah. take away from the taste just to put the heat in mm-hmm. it's like well you're like yeah you could do that but does the flavor balance well enough but i was just exactly. gonna say like i didn't think that i could possibly like you more but now i think like somehow <laughs> i joke correct like i feel like you'll probably agree didn't think i could like you more yeah all of a sudden <laughs> I like you even more because i don't even like <laughs> neither of us even thought she just was like you like skulls? You like hot sauce? And I was like, yeah. And I Perfect. never even thought about the implications of, you're right, when I look at it, it is, it is very, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, I mean, I think, you, artwork, yeah, I think you've achieved else. it because uh, Tori's got like every, every one of yours she can. To be fair, I no, would no, like I'm gonna, to know. I'm going to be fair. I'm going to be fair. So I did, I bought a bunch of these when I was at the um, London Christmas market. And then I did message Sam saying like, <laughs> I'm really upset because I'm almost out of this one. And I just want to tell you how good your hot sauce is because I am like, literally, I don't want to drink. I don't want to eat the rest of it because it's, it's too good. And then he was like, I'll, I'll send you another bottle. And I was like, you don't have to do that. And he was like, no, 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 I'll do that. And then another package arrived and there was a whole bunch more hot sauce on it. And that was so like, thank you so much. That was like the sweetest thing. And I was like, 
I've got what I was expecting, like a bottle of hot sauce. And even then I was like, you didn't have to do that. It was very kind. So, I mean, like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to buy the cryo one for sure. Because so I would like to know how many of the 18,000 bottles that you sold Tories actually bought. Because I think it's a good percentage. I think I bought, I bought like, um, <laughs> I bought a glass and two of them originally, I think. And then at the London Christmas market, I bought a I bought a three pack and then a fourth one because I couldn't make up my mind. And then you sent me some because you were a super sweet human cool. being. All the all the hot sauces. But actually, I was th- I was thinking like Joe, where well, you are not necessarily a hot sauce person, and Sam was saying about how like these are based on sort of styles. I wonder in terms of heat, Sam. Like yeah, I was going to say in the stout. As I'm, yeah. So, because you were talking about the ranges of heat in them, so you've got a range. I'm not a spicy food person. So, which ones would you recommend for me? So, yeah. So it's again because we have a range of of heat levels. I think that we have a lot of sources which some people come and say that's not hot, and I'm kind of like that's the point. It's meant yeah. to be something that gives you a little tingle, but it goes really well on a specific food, whether it's a burrito or a taco or a burger or a, or fries or whatever it is, pizza. It's kind of meant to be something that that appeals to everyone whether you like spicy or not. So in terms of the specific sauces I would recommend for you, um, I think that the, the Strata PLL that you have there is, is a really mild one. Um, it's quite vegetal. It's quite sort of, it's great on salads. The, the strawberry sriracha, which is to the left of that, the Marikai collab, that is super sweet. I actually made that for my wife because she doesn't like spicy. Ah. So I wanted it to be a, on the very, very low end. It's Does like she a like spice, it? It's, it's a Thai sweet chili style sauce. Yeah, I mean, literally, she'll put it on white rice and just eat that. And I'm, oh, wow. Like, I'm done. Like, like, I'm the condiment. Like, I'm, I'm loving that. Um, I'm so torn. 50% of me wants to be a really good friend and give her what, and give her one of my bottles. And then 50% of me is like, the devil no. on my shoulder is yeah. like, look, oh, you like that. But yeah. we'll see. Bring Jenna. a little bit in a pot the next time. Oh, bring one. And then if you don't <laughs> I like won't take it, a whole bottle. Bring, a li- bring me a sample. I'll, no, the thing is, I'll let you try it. We'll, yeah. we'll find something for you to try it on. And then if you like it, you can have it. Oh, but if thank you, you don't like it, you can I'll take it away again. <laughs> yeah, I would say, I would say, Joanne, for those, for the, 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 the Strata and the, um, uh, the, the Marikai strawberry, those are the two probably mildest. And yeah. one is very sweet and one is very vegetal. So right. I would recommend those two. The rest, I would say medium heat, like all the other ones that, that she has there are like what I would say medium. She okay. doesn't have any of the super, super hot ones. For me, the, the tropical habanero lager is my favourite. That's pineapple, grapefruit, um, scotch bonnets and habaneros. And I absolutely love it. But if you put too much when you're drunk on a pizza, it can cause some real problems for you the next day. Oh, no. So, yeah. I love heat. So I'm like, let's do this. So, yeah, like every time I see you now, I'm just going to go up to your stand and be like, just I'm going to just buy more. Let's go. Let's go. That's what the I'm going to show this again. Yep. Cryo crush. Yeah, Kimmer Chief. Yeah, and so, the thing yeah, is, so yeah, the thing is, I stopped myself from putting an order in because I was like, I need to wait for there to be a few so I can like put a few in and one go. <laughs> so I just want to say something quickly about this one. So yeah. the fact that it's cryo, it's the first time I've ever used cryo hops. So for people who don't know, cryo hops are basically where the hops are picked fresh and then extracted in a sub-zero environment. So basically, like you're you're taking the lupulin oil, which is highly concentrated hop juice basically out of the hops very, very quickly in terms of when they were picked. Um, and I mean, Yakima Chief, I think probably the biggest, if not the, 
one of the biggest hop companies in the world, along with people like Bath, Bathhouse, and which is German, and a few others. And again, awesome guys, Luke Colstein, shout out to him. Um, you know, again, big hot sauce fan, met him at a festival. He absolutely loves like any kind of hot sauce. He was like, let's do one with some of our experimental hops. Now, the hops that are in this, which are um, HBC 630, they're an experimental brand. So they don't have a name like Strata or Centennial or Citra or whatever. They are, they are ones that they're working on. But this is like a multi-million pound company that has scientific research centers to like come up with new hop varieties. So HBC 630 may eventually have a name, but he gave me some to basically put into this. And I think it tastes great. Like it's, it's basically pineapple, scorpion chilies and, and those hops. And I think it just works brilliantly. So this might become this might become the new tropical habanero lager. I might do a variant of this and sort of refresh Ooh. the recipe because it's it's a similar profile, but um, but for me this is an absolute winner. Like, and I think it looks great as well. I mean, the color of it. Yeah, the colors. You know, lovely. It's, it's just yeah. Do you have the original lager one like for sale on your site at the moment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay. I just, I might I, need yeah, to I don't have any on me right now, but. I'm gonna to have to put in an order then because I think that's the only like one that I don't have from like the the standard one. And if you're if you're like thinking of sort of like that's that's my favorite. I'm like, well, one. I need and, the original yeah, one. And the recipe is going to change. The recipe is going to change. All right, okay, I'm sold. There so. you go. Easy target. <laughs> um, Joe, question for you actually. Then, how does that sound to you in terms of like a you don't like heat, but do you think that you could get on board with like I the, the sweet spices? One. I reckon the sweet one. Um, I don't know about the vegetable one because that's what I don't. Vegetable, like about very hops sensitive in beer. vegetable. Yeah, I'm really sensitive to that in beer, and that's why I don't like that. But I think the the sweet one, yeah, probably give that a go. Yeah. All right, we'll give it a go when we're together at the international. We'll let you know. Joe, I'm happy to send you some, by the way. You oh, thank you. Until, like, <laughs> so, I'm going to see her next Sunday. Yeah, I'll take my bottle and we'll find something to have where I can be like, <laughs> try this, and we'll see we'll see what happens. It'll be an exciting experiment, but. Uh, but yeah, like in brewing, you can get, you can sort of guesstimate your, not guesstimate, but you can calculate out like what the ABV is going to be. And obviously it can <laughs> depend on Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. It obviously can like fluctuate a little bit depending, but you can pretty much calculate it out. Yeah. When it comes to hot sauce, can you do that same calculation? I don't know. Do you go based on a Scoville scale or do you, can you math out how hot you think it's going to be. Tori, you've used the naughty word, which is Scoville. Oh. Um, every time I go to a festival, you have a bunch of stag dudes come up to you, a <laughs> bunch of guys in tight shirts going, how many Scovilles is it? Oh, God. Um, I, I, I do not Scoville test any of my sources. Well, I don't know. What, See, that's the thing. I don't know if one, that's like a thing you d- normally do. Or... I, I'm, not, I'm not blaming you for it, but I'm saying <laughs> that, like, for, for one... The Scoville uh, test is actually subjective. So you, everyone tastes chilli to a certain extent. So having one universal... It's like saying, how bitter is it? Like, right. We don't all taste bitterness the same. Or how sweet is it? Some people will tell you, a, a pastry stack, yeah, it was, you know, it was medium sweetness or whatever. And someone else will go, oh, it was so thick and sweet. And I just, oh, oh. It's the same with spiciness. Like People will literally... Uh, eco-brewing, like... You know, um, Anthony from that will just, he'll, he'll drink, you know, and just be like, you know, this is delicious and just literally down it. Like, he'll love that. Oh, yeah. But 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 there'll be other people that, that will just, you know, do the same thing and be like, that is absolutely disgusting. Like, that is so too way too hot for me. So short answer is, 
No, uh, we don't Scoble score our stuff. However, I taste everything that we do. Um, and then we kind of, you know, I, I, basically not, the bottle that you, you have at the end of the day is not the first version of that recipe. So I will always make sure that I cook a certain number before I actually kind of send it out to the customer. Um, the, the big difference story, which is a, which is a great point, is, is what you were saying about where you can predict the, the ABV in the brewery. For us, when I do it on a big scale, obviously I don't make 500 bottles before I send them out and, and try one, because obviously if the other 499 are too spicy, I can't send it out. So what, what I try to do is build a recipe that I know scales, um, and I, I've actually used a few people, you know, over the last few years as sort of consultants to help me figure that out. People who have worked for much bigger factory type production things to sort of take my home kitchen recipe and help me scale it. Because you don't just times the chili by the number of bottles and hope that it's the same. Yeah. The other thing that, that makes a big difference as well is that the hotness of the chili. So, so people think that every scorpion chili is the same. It's not true. Every year it's different. Every, every, you know, in the same way, hops every yep. year is a different flavour. Just profile, about to say that's just right? like hops. Like in, in and, and so I try really hard to secure hop, you know, chili suppliers and hop suppliers where I know that the, you know that it's going to be consistent. But also, you have to deal with what nature gives you, which I kind of like as well. Um, so, so I guess long, long-winded answer. But basically, I try and pilot the recipes I do. I come up with one that I think can be scaled. I work on scaling it, and then I produce a batch. That, that, that kind of comes out how it is. Um, and like I said, I, I've, I've poured batches away before that I'm not happy with, but if it's a little bit hotter than I thought, I kind of just go with it. And if it's a little bit less hot, I kind of just go with it. Um, that's kind of how I, you know, I, li I like kind of the chilies and the hops to tell me what the final flavor is going to be rather than me try and dictate it. Because it's more of an art than a science, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, it's interesting because it's like, what made me think of that is like, Joe, you said like, oh yeah, hops are like that. And what I thought yep. of immediately was like, the honey like when when people yeah, make honey, beer with honey beer. it's like okay well your honey could be coming from the same place but it's yeah. always different every year but yeah i i guess the reason i mentioned like the scoville thing is because like i've only ever seen people rate it in scovilles so it's like in my brain i was like how people calculate their beers to go how much of the yeah. ab like what's my abv gonna be like do you go oh here's what my scoville count will be sort of thing like i didn't know if that was like an equivalent so that's really really interesting actually that it's, it's like actually no that's the way you phrased it was very interesting yeah but it's, it's it's actually really interesting you say that even about abv and like units you know the number of units you can have before you're above the legal limit mm -hmm. differs from person to person if it's a six foot four guy who's quite big he can drink more units than a five foot one girl who's very skinny um and that's just you know how much blood uh, how much alcohol enters his bloodstream it's kind of the same with chili it's like how much spice you're going to feel depends on your spice tolerance level it could be the dna of where you come from your ethnicity whether your family has had that built into their sort of gene pool going back a long way it could be just down to your own personal preference of food taste etc so i don't blame like anyone for sort of taking scovels and being like this is a way to measure something because you know, I, I'm not trying to say it's not in the ballpark. In the same way that an 11% beer is going to be stronger than a 4% beer, a 2 million Scoville unit source is going to be hotter than one that's 200,000 for sure. But it's it's the level at which you feel it that I, I've never wanted to sort of do that. Because again, every time I make the Tropical Habanero, for example, I'm not a big factory. I can't get the Scoville unit bang on every time. So I kind of want to like... But you focus more like... 
like you focus more, correct me if I'm wrong, not so much on what the Scoville is, but what the balance and flavors are. You're like, okay, did I get the flavor balance exactly. correct? Exactly. Great. Like, doesn't matter exactly. what it what it measures exactly. in terms of Scoville, if, as long exactly. as the flavor balance exactly is there. Right. Exactly right. And and if it was so hot that you couldn't taste the pineapple and grapefruit, because I put fresh then it's like fresh break, then I then I won't sell it. It's, it's that simple. Like, if you can't taste the hops or can't get any of that kind of in there, then I won't sell it. This is a really stupid question, but like if you're saying, oh, it's too hot, you can't taste like the fruit element of it or anything. Is there a way you can save it? Like, can you go, all right, like, I know that sounds really dumb, but it's like when you think about a beer and it's like, oh, maybe this didn't work. So let me try blending it a little or something else. Like in that same vein, could you go, let me save it if you're trying to go for that more balance and can you give it more time add more to it to change it or is it literally a case of like once it gets to a certain point that is it it's it's actually it's not a dumb question at all um you can but only if you haven't added the hops yet so if you've okay. already added the hops because okay. again I, I try and add enough hot quantity to give it that balance of flavor if i've not added the hops and it's really hot then i can make a bigger batch by adding more fruit juice for example or more fruit and that will help take away some of the heat However, if I've already added the hops and sort of the batch is finished, that's kind of where it's at by that point. So, again, it's different to beer in the sense of like saving it. I understand what you're saying. Like, there's certain things you can do with beer to like improve the ABV or maybe change the flavor profile. But I imagine this is more like when a beer is infected. You can't save an infected beer. Yeah. That's it. You can't sell that to the public. For me, if I've put way too much hops in, I'll just I'll just bin it. Like, because it tastes like soap. Like yeah. no one wants to have that. So, no. and again, I'm 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 not, you know, going to sit here and be like every every hot sauce I make is spot on. I make some hot sauces and they come out shit. Like on paper, they they seem great. Give but us I innovation, isn't it? Like yeah, like I, I want to try different stuff and I, I want to keep pushing the boundaries. And again, the cryo crush one I just showed you, like that for me, it was about using a different type of hop which no one else has ever put into a sauce. Let, I mean, we no one really has ever used hops in a hot sauce let alone a, a, a cryo, cryogenically sort of extracted <laughs> version of a hop. Um, so we're all about innovation at Hot Sauce and, and, you know, long may that continue. That's the thing is if you're not being innovative and you're not pushing boundaries or taking risks, like there's no payoff in that, is it? You'll just have the same hot sauces over and over again, which is fine, but you may not end up with some of the most interesting stuff that you end up with. Like, would you end up with the, you know, berry you know the stracha goes like would you end up with that no because you wouldn't be pushing boundaries to find out how that worked so like completely yeah totally sure. get it joe i'm conscious i've asked like so many questions joe do you have any questions you well, i was ask? i was just gonna say when i can get a word in edgeways um i was gonna say this is how what you do really aligns with brewing because they're so similar like it's an art form you know though you've got your recipe you can like you can try to scale up a brewing recipe to bigger but sometimes you've got to tweak it it doesn't work like everything you said is exactly the same for brewing so it's how it's really interesting how the two methods really align and and it's creating artisan products like they're going to slightly differ that's the beauty of of what you do and what brewing does absolutely right the only difference is is hot sauce makers aren't as skilled as brewers (laughs) And I said that to Ollie when we, when we made the Marikai beer together. Firstly, brewing is 80% cleaning, which... No, it's I 90%, 90% cleaning. Like, like I, was, I was just, yeah, I was just like, Ollie, I was like, I was like, 
I had all these grand visions of what it would be like to be a brewer for a right. day. And I go down and say, okay, we have to scrub this tank, then we have to clean this out, then we have to sweep this up, then we have to put this, run this stuff through this line yep. to make sure it's... And I'm just like, dude, I thought we were going to put some fucking malt and hops and water together yeah, and create magic. but you magic. can't do that until you've sanitised no. everything. So, so for sure, like, those guys are way more skilled than, than us hot sauce makers are. And again, <laughs> I encourage everyone, go on YouTube, look up how to make hot sauce... Or buy it, one of those lovely kits the kit. that, that Joe got, sorry. <laughs> and just try it yourself. Like, it's so easy. It's not as complicated as home brewing. Like, you don't have to worry about stuff exploding. You don't have to worry <laughs> about stuff, like, not tasting great. Like, you can make a decent hot sauce with a very amateurist, like, setup. Um, I started making it with all stuff I ordered on Amazon that was super simple. Like, there's nothing... I, I want to, like, demystify that whole thing. Like, you can buy chilies, again, that, that suit your own taste that are freely available in, in, you know, supermarkets and stuff in the UK. You don't have to, I mean, I buy all my stuff from Rwanda. Like I buy a lot of my chilies from there um, and I import them directly from a farm because I like the quality and I like the consistency, but you can buy them from Waitrose or Tesco or Lidl. It doesn't matter, you know, depending on where your income strata is, like it's, you can do it wherever you like. It's, um, it's really open. And, and Joe, I love what you say as well around, you know, it's an agricultural product. You can't make it the same. It, no. This is not a Budweiser. This is yeah. not whether you taste it in Tokyo or New York. And they London, don't, like, exactly when they the make their beer, right? they make it higher ABV and then they water it down mm -hmm. to make it exactly the same. Like, if you want something that's got interesting flavours and, like, an interesting story and is made by, like, people, there's going to have to be a differentiation and yeah. that's what makes it really interesting and delicious. Yeah. And one other thing, I like Tori like slightly opening it. Just slightly opening it. Sorry, I was like there. really worried that was going to explode. Hence my face for anyone that's watching the video. You might have heard it, and you might have seen my face. Um, in case it was because as fruit puree in there, right? That you were worried yeah. about it. Yeah, being like a I, I was whatever. literally like, oh, it's the if you're yeah. watching the video, it's the we like you very much with the yeah. so good. Uh, strong very butter. best of friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, that was just, my face. Sorry, just, just something. Um, specifically though on like the kind of the piece around like i guess the way like we think about hot sauce i really i really want people to kind of think of it as a condiment like they think of ketchup or mustard or mayo like everyone knows what those are but when you say hot sauce to someone everyone's like oh you know oh i don't know no, thank you i don't like spicy i kind of want hot sauce almost to remove the word hot it's like it should be chili sauce, but chili shouldn't be something that everyone automatically thinks is something that blows your head off. It's something that you can add to anything, and and it creates a lovely flavor profile. That's something that I really, really want us to achieve. I mean, people over here will have sweet chili, and they won't think anything yeah, sort of exactly. twice about that. Exactly. And maybe, I guess, maybe like I'm very lucky in the sense of because I'm from the US, hot sauce to me means something different to like what it means to a lot yeah. of people over here. And my husband's yeah. very open to it. My husband loves like hot sauce as well so i don't really have to convince him and like sort of one of the questions i had further down which seems very relevant right now is like for me you were naming all these things that you normally have hot sauce with i normally we make our own pizzas on fridays we have pizza fridays um and i drizzle hot sauce across the top of my pizza usually um i'll put it on my tacos because we have <laughs> besides having pizza every friday and doing pizza friday we do taco tuesday so <laughs> we have tacos Every You're Tuesday. definitely American, sorry. Yep. Yeah, she and, and I love it because my husband, passport. my British husband is very on board <laughs> yeah. with it, so it's really great. Um, so we do it on tacos. I'll put it in my chili. And then, like, sometimes in the summer, if I'm doing, like, rubs for barbecue or something, like, I might put some hot sauce on that. You know, 
you mentioned ice cream, for example, like mm-hmm. that's something somebody would never think to do. What else could you recommend people to be putting your like your hot sauce or any hot sauces on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, let me just reiterate ice cream. Like this was actually a, a, a fan submitted a video of them putting the almond scent maple syrup and blueberry sauce onto uh, vanilla haagen Oh. Just being like, this is insane. And I tried some, and I was like, oh, this is actually pretty good. So um, the cherry chocolate um, sauce that you have, I had with a piece of chocolate cake at Christmas. Oh, wow. Um, that was really, really nice. Um, it actually complemented it really well. Again, it depends on the sauce. If you tried to put the strata one on a sweet dessert, not going to no. be great. Um, but I think, I think um, anything chili-related goes really well with anything cheese-related. So if you put it on cheesecake, for example... That would be another great example of like, for example, the raspberry um, uh, reaper vice that we have like that on cheesecake, vanilla cheesecake or, you know, again, you don't want an overpowering like a like a chocolate or salted caramel and Oreo cheesecake because you're going to lose the the, the essence. It has to be it has to be something which is like a base on which you want other people to sort of add different flavors to. Um, But I do think there's definitely an opportunity to add it to various sort of very interesting relatively plain foods like i would say my sauces are the best on anything which lacks flavor already right so if you're having rice if you're having um you know burgers and again like maybe you can't eat cheese but you want to have something other than the taste of beef if you want to you know my wife is vegetarian if you want to have some vegetarian food and maybe the vegetables you're using aren't that flavorful in that particular dish you know you can add my sauces and kind of stir them around I use the mango jalapeno on a lot of different uh, salads. I hate salads, by the way. Um, and, and, and for me, it's like that makes it interesting to me. You know, you, you put that with chicken in a salad and suddenly something that's quite plain and boring becomes super interesting. In terms of really weird stuff, other than ice cream and like cheesecake and things like that, I, I just I would encourage people to in the same way you do with beer, just try pairing it with different things. Like don't be scared of putting it on something that you think it might go with. Just give it a, a try. You, you can do a tiny bit on your fork and try it with it. You don't have to, you know, drizzle it on your sauce. Uh, sorry, drizzle it on your dish. Um, one other thing as well that you have to remember is you can cook with my sauces. So you don't have to just add them post, you know, like on your pizza or whatever. You can actually, I've made bolognese before using the chipotle chocolate type sauce. So like, I've, you know, like a sort of uh, Tory, like a Mexican chili, like a sort of, you know, like yeah. southern Texas type chili. Like I've, I've done that before. Um, but like a bolognese style sauce with that in it is is really amazing so slow cook it you know put the beef in like early and it it comes out great amazing so uh what got you interested in hot sauce in the first place (laughs) um there was a few things i think firstly growing up around spicy food was a big thing um i really love spicy food growing up and my dad is from north africa I had a lot of Arabic spicy food growing up, so that was a really, really big inspiration for me. But really, it was mainly just traveling in the US and having like access to like Mexican food. And, and so much Mexican food is not spicy, but so much of it is based on that sort of core spiciness. Like everything there is about spiciness and flavor and giving you a shock to your system when you try something. So for me, it was it was an incredible experience traveling in the US. And not just in New York, but just getting to travel. I, mean, I did 39 states in five oh, years. Wow. So I got to go across a lot of the states. I went to Texas. Small states and I've gone to. Arizona, places like that. <laughs> um, and I, I absolutely loved it. So for me, I think 
I always had a love for spice, curries and things like that. I love Indian food. It, London is obviously the best place in the world, I think, for Indian food outside of India. Um, and, and I absolutely love curries. And that got me into spice, I think, more than just my childhood. And then on top of that, like I said, when I went to the States, you have that Mexican influence layered on top. I'm just kind of like a spice feed now. It's like, it doesn't matter <laughs> what culture it comes from. I just, I want to have it. Interesting you say that because like, yeah, I feel like American Indian. I don't know, Joe. like, did you try to have Indian food? Because Joe was on cruise ships she worked in the US quite a bit like I've always grown up of like oh I don't like Indian food because the Indian food we get in the US is not very good until I moved over here and then I was like Indian food's amazing you're totally right you're totally right there's a place in New York called Curry Hill which is in midtown Manhattan it's crap it's crap (laughs) my parents came over to visit me and I was like do you guys want to order Indian my mum's like no I don't like Indian and I was like I I promise you I was like I promise you like I will get you something you like. And then she tried it and she was like, oh, it's actually really good. And I was like, I know. Joe, did you ever have Indian food in the US? Not an Indian fan. No. No. That's, I guess so, you don't, like spice, so, don't like spice. I don't like spice. So, Joe, the biggest difference between UK and US Indian food yeah. is that US Indian food is like died through like E numbers. Oh, God. And UK Indian food is all through natural herbs like turmeric yeah, yeah, and things yeah. like that that make the colour of the, the curry sauce. And again, going back to my original chat about not everything, you know, hot sauces and always spicy. Indian food isn't always spicy. If you get some nice Indian curries that are from the south of India, they're super mild. And again, I would I would encourage you to try it at least as a sort of way to branch out and try something different. Maybe go for some like Carolyn, you know, fish curries or something that are super mild. Like they have like turmeric and, and coriander and things like that in them, but they're they're very, very mild in terms of spice. So I would really encourage you to, to, to try that if you haven't already. Well, as I say, my mum doesn't like turmeric. I, th- I think it's turmeric she doesn't like. Yeah. Um, it's either turmeric or curry powder, like one of the two she doesn't like. Um, and so she was like, no, I don't like Indian food. I don't like this. And then I convinced her, like we showed her the menu and she got something that was like a mango, like a mango yes. curry. Um, <laughs> so we got her this mango curry and she was like, I'm going to give that a go. And she tried it and she was like, oh my God, it's actually really amazing. And then there's something else that we can get at our Indian takeaway, which is just like um, grilled meat. It's not grilled, but it's... Um, is it in a tandoor? In the, yeah. yeah, tandoor. It's yeah. like a tandoori like yeah. meat platter where there's no actual sauce on it and it's not necessarily spicy, but it's, it's like a a, just like, a really nice... Yeah, yeah, like a really good rub on it and it's yeah. really, really good. So if you don't... People that don't like spice... Yeah. I definitely recommend trying like yeah. those things from also, your region. Also, also Indians have paneer cheese, which is a very mild. Oh yeah, paneer you know, cheese. Cube is cheese, which is which is you know you can have it with spinach, etc. It's not all crazy spicy stuff like English people think of Indian. They think Vindaloo, Madras, like crazy shit. It doesn't always have to be that way. One of my last questions. I've only got a few more. Dream collaboration. So take out. Everybody you've already collaborated. I've already with. done Cloudwater. I've yeah, yeah, no, done it. T- done. take it out. <laughs> take like. If you put aside everybody you've already okay. collaborated with, okay. going forward, who's your next dream collaboration? And what do you want to make with them? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, Brewery-wise, it's got to be one of the um, sort of northeast US breweries. So other half, Trillium. Or Trillium! <laughs> do I, would Trillium. Say, I would say that's, that's the trio. And I think it would have to be like a tipper sauce or something. Like Ooh. a heavily hopped, extremely fruity extremely kind of juicy 
sauce. Juicy boy. So yeah, yeah, exactly, a juicy boy. And it will be called Juicy Boy Notori if I ever. <laughs> that's it. I, I think like I think what you have to do is you have to go to other half because that's your roots. You need to do like a birthday hot sauce, and you need to go where, to where it's all started. Other yeah, half, and you need to do Juicy Boy. There you go. I love it. I Idea. Love it. That's yours. Have it. Yeah. I feel like that's that's the thing is we have people on, and I go. Yeah. This is my Tra- this is trademark, an idea. Trademark, trademark by Tori Powell. <laughs> when I doesn't, she gives them away for free. Literally, <laughs> she's like you so with your first hot sauces. Yeah. She gives them away yeah. for free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like the Oprah of like ideas. I'm like, and you have an idea, and you have an idea. It's really great. <laughs> but yeah, I think that would be brilliant. Um, oh, I hope that happens. That'd be amazing. I'll definitely buy that. Um, lastly, from me, and Joe can follow up if she's got anything else, but. Um, recommendations for anyone like myself who's not made any hot sauces um but wants to with my super cool kit that joe got me um any any pitfalls that i should be aware of any top tips you can give me or how do i incorporate beer how does that work so firstly don't add too many chilies in the first instance you'll be surprised how many chili fruits because they're fruits at the end of the day you need in relation to the rest of the stuff that you like my in. mind like like you, you like you think to yourself oh a chili sauce well it's like chopping up tomatoes for a tomato sauce right it's all chilies if you do that you'll kill yourself like, that's absolutely <laughs> not needed again pay attention to the chilies you're using in terms of the variety and and you know where you're buying them from etc but try and balance the number of chilies with the other ingredients so you can taste everything. I remember chili is super potent. Chili is very, very hot. It's very kind of floral. It's very fruity. Like try and balance that with the other ingredients. So if you've got coriander or if you've got black pepper, try and think about how that balances with the chili that you have. So number one is don't put too much chili in in your first go. Like, you know, like stage, you know, stage. Don't be too keen. <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't, don't be too keen. Um, I think another thing is like go to your local shop and see what chilies they have. And if they just have generic green chilies or red chilies, then they don't care about chilies. So actually go to your local farmer's market or if there's a, a local like ethnic store, then please go and like explore that. I have a halal shop really close to me that has like individual chili names and stuff. And they're way cheaper than the big stores like Sainsbury's and Tesco and Waitrose and stuff. So I go in and buy some stuff for, for, for development batches, not the stuff I sell. But I buy a lot of stuff from there because they actually care about where it came from, the variety, etc. Whereas if you go to a Sainsbury's of, say, green chili, there's no such thing as green chili. They, they, are, they are chili breeds in the same way hops have certain you know names and characteristics, etc. So I think just, just really think about where you're buying your chilies from and, and go easy in terms of how much you add to begin with and try and balance it with the other flavors you're going for. That would be my biggest recommendation. Blow my mind that you were like, chilies are fruit. I was like, what? You said yeah. it like the first sentence. I was like, I have learned things. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> if you think about a tomato, right? A tomato is a yeah, big, a fruit. juicy Yeah, I know. That and it's still... got seeds in it. And you open a chili and it's the same. It's the but same. Just, the difference is the seeds in a chili are fucking hot. Whereas <laughs> the seeds in a tomato are, you know, sweet and they don't really taste them. So, Have you ever like cut a chili? and then been like oh I've got an itch and then like scratch like have you ever yes. I feel like I used to make <laughs> yes. salsa and I'd make my salsa yes. and I'd use like jalapenos and I'd like be like oh oh no that's bad 
in in the chili game we call that schoolboy error. Yeah. Where you where you basically don't wear gloves when you're chopping them, and then you do this after having a oh, habanero no. chili. Oh no! And your evening is over. Like no. you literally, it's like tear gas. Um, not that I've ever been tear gas, just to be just to be clear, for, for the sake of the video. Um, but, but it's saying like, oh, that's horrific. the moment that yeah. he knew he fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like exactly. that's exactly that's what it is. Video. Exactly. Um, but no, it's 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 something. I think be very careful. I mean, I, I didn't say wear gloves because I think most chilies people will get will not be that severe. But just be aware, like when you're using them, the reason chilies are hot is because it's the it's defense mechanism of the plant. It's releasing capsicum to to, to dry the oil, isn't it? Yeah. So rabbits will chew a chili. They get the capsicum. They run away, and that's what keeps them alive and keeps them, you know, living in the wild. For humans, it's not dangerous to us. It's not poison, but it is something that that again, for some people, is pleasurable. For some people, it's not pleasurable. So so just think about that when you're when you're treating the fruit. You know, if you have a baby or a child around, don't go like touching their mouth or their ears or their eyes after you've been chopping chilies like that's something else i've i've learned and, and really want to make sure that i you know stay true to um, oh, it gives me anxiety but yeah <laughs> side note do you think there's any bunnies that are secretly like yeah i like chilies for sure, for sure. <laughs> i love the idea of like a bugs bunny sort of rebel version going <laughs> like most of them are like most of them are like yeah and then like one of them's like instead of a carrot he's got a chili he's just like you know? That could be one of so. the designs for another another uh, label you have as a Bugs Thanks, Bunny. Story. Um, That's you also your right so yeah. down. Thank you so much for letting me fangirl out, <laughs> for teaching Joe what she needs to look for yep. as a non-chilly person. Um, please feel free to plug social media, anything you're going to be at in the coming months, anything you want people to know about, now is your time. Thank you. Um, I think just check us out. We're hopsource.co.uk, H-O-P-T, source.co.uk. Go and order some sauces from us. Give us a try. Otherwise, we're going to be at a lot of festivals this year. Keep an eye on our Instagram, at hopsource. And yeah, um, been a pleasure, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks. For Thank coming. you. And if people don't go and order it, I'm going to go and order it. Or save me from myself, people, because it's... I was just going to buy all the hot stuff. It's a, I can, like, personally vouch for it. Like, I have... I have Despite the fact that you've sent me some, like I have bought the hot sauce on numerous occasions on my own because it's so good. So, hands down, people, fangirling out over this. This is great. So, thank you so much for joining thank us. You. Thank you, guys. Yeah, that was a great conversation, Joe. I'm really sorry that you didn't get a word in. That's okay. But it's I fine. had so many questions. It's not like it's it's your area, like it's your love, and I, I don't know a lot about hot sauce i mean i do now but i really like i really like the like comparison of the methods of like brewing and making hot sauce and how they are they have like parallels um i think that was really interesting i thought that was something that you would find interesting anyways yeah like um like some he's just like such a really nice person and like he is such an ally to like people like us and and i just think that like even the fact that he like pointed out like oh that's like a really like this we had like even. oh it's branded in a really manly way and i was like it is, it like, sure I was is. like what <laughs> um but he was so incredibly nice and like when i spoke to him at london craft beer festival that time like just such an incredibly nice person and his product like really speaks for itself so i am gonna share 
at least share, <laughs> if not give you. I'm going to say share for now, and then if you don't Saying like it, I'm not going to give it to you. She doesn't really mean it. I, I do mean it, because just that's Just bring me how... a little sample. I don't want to deprive you of your favourite hot sauce, so just bring me a little sample to try. That's fine. This one's, like, probably the one that set me down the path. But then this, this cloud water really was like... Oh, mm. now that sounds really All of them really good. What I'll do is, because this is my second bottle of the cloud water, what I'll do is I'll bring some when we meet up next yes. and you can try some of it and then if you like it maybe i'll be nice enough to give you a bottle oh, thanks. we'll see but <laughs> i mean i am a i'm a benevolent person so i'll do that <laughs> but just for you don't let anyone else in. okay shh, don't tell anyone or the people that are listening <laughs> no one else listen to that maybe joe you can have some um but yeah i've got a stupid hot sauce addiction and it's not great but they make very quality things so I can definitely vouch for them. Definitely check them out. We'll put the link in yep. and, and like very high end. So if you're not convinced by this conversation, try it for yourself. Take my word for it or don't just, 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 just try it at least once. It'll be good. But yeah, Joe, if people want to talk about, I don't know, what do you want people to talk to you about? Well, if you want to come and recommend like my old sweet hot sauces for me like sweet chili sauces then i am woman's brew on facebook instagram and twitter that account's probably been taken over by the podcast but that's okay you can come and talk to us there about the podcast um sorry not sorry (laughs) we're not sorry we're not sorry um if you would like to come and learn about brewing processes that have parallels to making hot sauce you can do that at my beer school which is love beer learning and we are love beer learning on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest we also have a website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk and an email address which is lovebeerlearning at gmail.com and you can get hold of us for the podcast there at the moment we may be updating that a little bit and have something for you but that secret at the moment it's top secret um so yeah come and come and chat to us there where Tori, if they want to ask you about your hot sauce addiction, hot sauce addiction, can they find you? Well, if you want to know more about the hot sauces that I enjoy, and you want recommendations from me on hot sauces, um, you can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. So, yeah, come talk to me about hot sauces or what I like to do with my hot sauces, like in terms of cooking recipes or that. Happy, happy to share. Happy to talk hot sauces. Um, I've got, I've got so many hot sauces. It's pretty bad. So I feel like that could be a new <laughs> talk to me about your it. blog. Oh god, stop it! <laughs> I feel like that would be a really good like intro for me to be like, check out my blog post. But I haven't written a blog post on it. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> maybe I have to do it. And there are good blog posts on there. There are good blog posts there to read anyway. I don't know if there are, but if you want to check out anything I have, you can find it at the links in my my Instagram. So it's all good. <laughs> anyway, cool. on that, let's note, go finish the rest of our beer. Yeah, we're gonna go finish. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>